0: hey everybody and welcome to the smiling homeschooler uh i'm flying solo today because it's just we're in the midst of summer and it's busy 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 here uh this week is fair week um which is the county fair here in northern indiana um and uh back in the old days when my kids were little fair week meant we would go for one evening uh in the cool of the evening Run, walk through all the animal barns and then um, maybe get an elephant ear and walk through the midway and see the craft barn where they have all the kids' crafts. And, and then we would drive away and maybe repeat it again the next year. But now it means something different. Because when Ben married his wife, Rissa, we had no idea that she was a fair girl. And a fair girl meant, she does the fair. Like, they have animals and crafts, and they show up when the thing begins. Actually, they get there before the fair begins, and they quit going when it closes a week later. Um And so, we married into a fair family, and then my son, Ike, married Riss's sister, who is also in the fair. <laughs> and so, then Sam married uh McKenna. He's not related. She's not related to uh, Carolyn and Rissa, but they're a bear family too. And so, um, our life has changed forever. Uh, my son was saying, cause Renly, who's six, she showed llamas today. Um, so we went over there at nine o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday morning to watch her do the mini llamas, uh, which are regular size llamas, but they're like, they don't give an award or anything, even though everybody gets a ribbon. Um, and they kind of give them an opportunity to, uh, to walk around and show their llamas. And it was fun. And, and uh, the, the, the announcer or the judge said, And let's hear it for the future of llama. And I'll tell you, I feel safer knowing that the future of llama is safe. And Renly will lead the pack. Um, but as we are walking away... Uh my son Abe, who was on he stopped in on his way to his busy day, um said, Man, we're gonna be doing this for the next 16 years. Thirteen years, he said, for Renly, because you have to stop when I guess when you're 19. And I said, She's the oldest grandchild, Abe. We're gonna be doing this for the rest of forever. Uh so it is uh so it's fair week, uh, which means that Ben is busy. He's just too exhausted to uh, to and do the show uh, with me so I said, hey Ben how about I just record this and then uh, you can put it up when you're ready And he said that sounds like a great plan So he's probably right now uh, he took off half the morning he's probably getting ready to go back. he's gonna probably stop at the beaver dam uh, for the for a meal of uh, I don't know a hot dog or an expensive hamburger. Um, but so there's not even a good fair food that I really, really love. I mean, I did have a half order of biscuits and gravy this morning. That was pretty good. Um, but I stopped in, uh, Sunday night. Um, and they had, I, it was called, um, I think they were trying to steal something from Chick-fil-A. They were called the chicken filet place. And I said, yeah, I'll have a chicken sandwich. And with pickles on it, just like chick fil a And they had this big picture of this chick-fil-a looking sandwich sitting up there. When it came, it had two chicken patties from Aldi. Uh, and that was it. and and you know, there's some pickles on it. And it was eight bucks. and so uh, so anyway, but that's not the only exciting news that has happened uh, since we talked last. Uh, I have a new granddaughter, that's right. Jane Aurora Wilson. Ike and Carolyn had their first child, their uh, daughter, and everybody's doing great. I don't have any of the details. I know she was, she was right under seven pounds. I think she was six pounds, 14 ounces, which is the perfect <laughs> weight when they come out. Uh, that just makes everything a lot smoother. And uh, Ike and Carolyn, it was pretty panicky there. They were pretty sure they were going to have to give birth to the baby, like in the car. Uh, but once someone looked at... And checked out Carolyn they said, she's okay, it's not going to happen that fast. And so I think they went to the hospital at, I, I think, 11.30 and they had the baby at 1.30. So it was quick, it was good, it was, Carolyn looked like a pro, she looked like she'd never even had a baby when it was all over and she felt really good. And now she's at the fair today and the baby is like 10 days old. She was at the fair yesterday and the day before. You know why? Because they're a fair family. Uh, so, uh, so they're doing great. Um, it's fun to have another little granddaughter in the family and, uh, it's just, we are in the throes of summer. Today's June 11th or July 11th. Sorry, I didn't mean to panic you. Uh, July 11th. And you know, we've got plenty of summer left. Um, I know, uh, my son started saying yesterday, Hey dad, you know, we're, we're almost halfway through July and I'm like, don't. Do that, we're just enjoying today, but I did have a couple uh listeners write. Um, uh, I had Alexa and uh Lauren who wrote about their summer schedule because you remember last time I was talking, um, I, I said. You know, I I don't get kind of the summer year-rounders, and I mean, I get it. I mean, but would you explain it a little bit more to me? And so this is from Alexa, she said, I'm listening to your latest podcast. We homeschool year-round, four days a week, and take some some scheduled breaks. But but because my kids are young, I like to leave enough wiggle room so that if we are having a rough week, we can just stop and not feel behind. I like that part. We live in Yucca Valley, California, in the Mojave Desert. Oh, that just sounds hot. So, in the summer, it's 100-plus degrees. Also, my husband is the lead pastor at our church, and I'm the worship leader. Most of our volunteers vacation in the summer, so we travel other times of the year. We have five kids. The oldest is eight. The youngest is due in November. Our schedule breaks are different every year based on our season stage of life. Our school year starts August 1st. This year, we are taking two weeks off in August for a road trip. We will take off the entire month of November... For the birth, uh, and because it's still hot here, and two weeks in December, we are foster adoptive parents. Alexa, do you not have enough on your plate already? Our adopted children's birth mom is pregnant with twins and do about the same time as me. There is a high chance the twins will be placed with us, so we have chosen not to schedule the spring semester. We have always schooled with babies and toddlers, but never three newborns, so real life may be our curriculum for this year. Hope this gives you a glimpse of why some of us school year round. We love your podcast. Um, as is my kids. Usually listen with me and quote you all the time. Uh, Alexa, you get the Mother of the Year award, or you're insane. You have lots going on. Uh, how amazing! How amazing! Um, but I like I like your intentionality. Uh, I think you're. It sounds like you're doing a great job. Super wise, and I don't blame you. I don't think I'd want to be having the kids play outside in the Mojave Desert uh, in the middle of the summer. So I think it's great. Um, You also said, anytime I debate squeezing in school on a busy day, Ella, who's eight, says, Todd Wilson says we don't have to. And then we usually don't. Smiley face. Ella, good job. So keep encouraging your mom uh, to do those things, to stop doing those things you don't have to. Good job. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also says she's an owl, which I always think that's awesome because she's taking our homeschool personality test. Uh, This is from Lauren. She said, hey, Todd, I was listening to your podcast and wanted to answer the question regarding year round schooling. We do unit studies through Gather Round. uh, That's a curriculum and take a break after we finish each unit every six weeks, two weeks at Thanksgiving, three weeks at Christmas and six weeks off at the end of April through May. With that said, we only do three to four hours school days, four days a week. I have two kiddos with special needs, one with autism and one with intellectual disability, and they both thrive on routine. Another son and I I have ADHD, so he and I thrive with short days. I also have a chronic illness, so if I need to take a day off, I like having Friday to catch up if we miss a day. I hope that helps you and see how it is possible to year round and for it to feel restful. You know, Lauren, again, you're showing me just like Alexa, that you can have intentionality and that it sounds like you're getting enough time. You know, I mean, uh, you know, everybody always says we take, you know, time off of at Christmas and th- and but we everybody should take time off of, at Christmas. So that's good. Um, but I, I, I like what you've got going there. So keep up the good work. Um, if you have a you know, and if you are a year rounder, maybe you should do something a little bit different, you know, let me know. I, I'd love to hear uh, it the way you do it. You know, you, normally at this time, we take a little commercial break, and I will just say thanks to Teaching Textbooks, who's been a sponsor from the very first episode of the show, and we couldn't do it without them. Um, and again, if you're starting to think about school, don't start to think about it too much. Um, you know, and you're like tired of your math curriculum, or maybe you're just you feel like in it, you're in over your head. Check out teaching textbooks. I am telling you, they have been our friend and the friend of so many families. Um, yeah, uh, and th- they do they do all the hard work. They do all the heavy lifting. They teach every single problem to your kid. And uh, I think you're going to like them. We also want to thank Teaching, uh, teaching Textbooks. We already said that. Uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. And I'm going to talk about them in just a minute. But uh, the new uh, print edition just came out. And it is an awesome magazine. Um, as I've thumbed through it and read many of the articles... Um, you are going to be encouraged because it doesn't just encourage you how to homeschool. It encourages you, you to homeschool the way you believe is best. Uh, not only the smiling homeschooler way, but the, 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 the bold way to homeschool. And you have to be bold because, you know, it does feel a little different than everyone else might be telling you how to do it. Plus they have a cool slogan. I didn't know that they've been serving you since 92. Um, so I like that. I, I, I don't think that's a slogan. That's just a little a byline they have on their magazine. So they've been doing this for a long time and uh, they've they got the skills to pay the bills. Um, so anyway, which leads me to my my next thought, you know, because, you know, I, I, I really do think about homeschooling a lot. I um, think about not how to do it better, but how to do it more smiley. Uh, and how to cast aside all the, I don't know, the insecurities maybe, uh, that so many people have. And I was thinking about this as I was, um, reading through this edition of Homeschooling Today magazine, because, you know, it is the summer edition for 23 and they've got lots of great articles, um, by uh some great writers um uh you know the title of this article is my family can burp can out burp yours by steve demi uh from matthew c uh embracing your parent parental identity by ashley wiggers uh k chance has a s- gr- couple of great uh articles the three Cs of education and, and book suggestion for multiple ages uh Slides of Her Playgrounds by Michelle Moody. Um, You know, just great, great stuff. How Do We Put Together a High School Portfolio um, by uh, Cheryl Bastian. uh, One by Summer Splash by Wendy Helton. And that's one we're going to look at in just a second. And, of course, Keep Your Curtains Closed and Envy on the Couch by yours truly, Todd Wilson. Um, Plus other just great, great products um, and uh articles and even the ads i think are encouraging um but here's what i was thinking it was this article by wendy hilton called summer splash and she has uh you know just a little the intro is summer is the perfect time to take a break from formal learning even if a homeschool even if you homeschool year-round you still may have days or weeks of just just for fun learning. No matter how or when you choose to homeschool, there are lots of great ways to add some educational activities to your summer. Uh, and so, I the premise is, you know, here's some fun thing, learning things you can do during the summer. Now, I'm not a big, you know, you should you should try to learn things during the summer, you know. Um, but here's what I kind of interests me um, because she has some different, you know. Uh, a couple different ideas like make, making, making reading fun. She talks about, you know, uh, creative ways to do read alouds and, um, or listening to things like while you, you travel or maybe uh, uh, some field trips, fun field trips. Uh, vacation destination, or just going to the store, or you know, going to the place to get your plants, or things you can do when you're playing with water, or learning at the beach, uh, exploring summer topics, um, doing things with weather, cooking together, trying new hobbies, experiments, or arts and crafts. And here's the thing I was thinking, and I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but the thing that gets me is that. We look at these kind of fun things that happen in our house every day, and especially in the summertime, and and they are learning opportunities. I mean, you're you're learning all the time. Um, But we just kind of cast them aside and say that we're still on summer break. That's like extra learning. I feel like it's time for someone to come up with some kind of chart, and maybe I'll, I'll do it myself, that you could have on your refrigerator, and you could count things as school not silly things you know like oh oh, we went to the gas station we're going to count that as i don't know (laughs) macroeconomics don't, or microeconomics not like not like that but things where your kids are really really learning like for example you know your kids are watching some show on pbs or youtube and it's like something on whales just like uh, wendy suggested and you know you need to write that down. You write it down and count it as school, so that later on it takes away some of that pressure because that is real learning. Or if your kids are outside working in the garden, that should count as school because other schools, real schools, and we are real schools, they count it as school when they do it. You know, and it is learning. Uh, if your kids reading a book or you know, don't just think that's extracurricular. I would copy the title down and keep it on a master list, and I'd stick that in literature someday and say, "Hey, this is what my my child learned." Um, again, not to beef up what you're already learning, but to reinforce, to strengthen your resolve, so that when you want to take a break, you're saying you you have you have something to show for it. And I and I and again. When you feel strong inside, you don't need to show anybody anything, and you don't even care because you know it's all learning. That's what I believe with all my heart. But if you need that reminder that you are making progress, you should write those things down. I mean, our kids would watch Kratz Creatures um, and Wild Kratz, which is a PBS show about animals. My kids have learned almost all they know about animals from PBS, but we never once counted it. You know, and then we felt later on we had to do some kind of biology or uh, something. And I'm doing little air quotes with my fingers here, uh, even though you can't see it. And I'm thinking we should should have been able to count that because it is high quality learning. Or if your kids are cooking with you in the kitchen. Again, maybe you have that little chart on your your wall, on your refrigerator, that you just put a check mark and say, cooked with our kids. (laughs) I mean... Teachers get paid to teach that kind of stuff. And uh, you can count it as well. Um, again, I'd love to hear from some of you uh, to hear how you might do some of those things. Um, you know, by counting the, so those things as well. Um, but again, I want to thank Homeschooling Day magazine for pub- publishing such a great magazine that all these great resources. And if you haven't taken advantage of uh, uh, of them You 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 should you should you should go sign up and get a get a copy or you can look at the digital copy on their website for free. So hey, how's that? Um, So anyway, so I'm gonna end this show because it's just me and I can end it whenever I want to. Um, But I hope you're having a great summer. I hope you're enjoying your your recharging your batteries again. My wife struggles and maybe you do too of thinking, oh you know i want to get more done or i wanted to do this and this and this you know and you've got this list going you know the great thing about summer and all breaks is that it god, god kind of directs those so you get kind of get to do you know whatever he directs and maybe we we should just be okay with that um, and maybe working a little harder at just enjoying our children during these down times because i know it that it's hard sometimes even when you're supposed to be taking a break i was yesterday i was working in our uh family man barn working on a shrink wrapper that and we shrink wrap games and things that you're going to want to buy at christmas time um and you know i'm deep into it and my son jed is 15 years old he opens a door he yells in the barn and goes come here dad and i'm thinking he wants me to watch him And watch him shoot a basketball. I know that's all he wants. I'm like, you're kidding, Jed, I'm here. But he didn't care. He was gone. The door was open. So I follow him out there. And sure enough, he just wanted me to watch him shoot a basketball. And I said, yeah, that's really good. And then I went back to doing what I was doing. But, you know, if he has half a brain and he does, he probably knew I wasn't very interested or very uh, attentive when I was watching. um, Because I looked that way. You know, that kind of makes me sad. Um, And I need to do do better. And maybe you do too, Mom. You know, maybe you're distracted by all the stuff that needs to be done. I think Martha, Jesus told Martha that she was that. Um, You know, and you just need to spend some time doing, just hanging out, sitting in a chair and watching your kids. If you need some help in that, check out our uh, uh, little book, um, easy to read. Um, uh, how to do, how to how to choose a relationship when there's so much to do. You can find it on our website, um, and it's it's inexpensive, and you'll probably read it in one sitting. And I hope it would help you, encourage you, in choosing the best. So hey, uh, that's I'm done flying solo. We'll try to be back with you next week. I'm pretty sure fair doesn't go into next week. I'm hoping Bear doesn't go into next week. Um, But uh, keep enjoying your summer. Uh, Resist the urge to think about school. And enjoy your children. And of course, don't forget to smile. And I'm going to just put the commercial on the end here because I know Ben won't feel like he needs to. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Teaching Textbooks, Uh, If you want an amazing math program that would encourage your children, check out Teaching Textbooks. And Homeschooling Today magazine, uh, a magazine that will encourage you to homeschool boldly and homeschool the way you believe is best. You can check them out at homeschoolingtoday.com.